Hi, and welcome to Waste It Takes, episode 39. I don't have a player number. Think of a player number. Oh, okay, we'll get back to it. Jerome Bettis. Jerome Bettis. That was, no, 36. That was 36. We are, that was our 36. Anyways, I'm Trey, joined as always by 39. Cam, Dylan, and Tucker. And before we start, I just want to ask Cam something very important. Uh, Cam, what is the secret word? Banana. Oh. oh. Um, also, Larry Kasanka. This is the Larry Kasanka uh, Hall of Fame fullback episode. It's Sanka, yeah. Sanka? Yeah. Um, that was the most famous one. Cam, I'm proud of you. I didn't, I didn't think you listened based on your text messages earlier today. I listened after I sent them. <laughs> All right. Um, so... Let's jump right into it. I'm a winner. I have won a waste of takes poll after totally I just proving my point that clap. these still that Do these people that. that these people that vote on this are just just simple simpletons. Absolute simpletons. Easy to manipulate. You just go in there, say something easy and soft, and they take it. Uh, my first point since April. My eighth point overall. Cam's got nine. Tucker's got fourteen. Dylan's, God, Dylan's got ahead. How many do I actually? Have? Three. No way. I have one more. I got deducted. I had to have got deducted. Maybe got deducted. Once. Yeah. I was with Dylan for a while. It was like seven, eight, and two and two. For I just Dylan. I just feed into Tucker's takes. That's why. Dill. You can get there. I'm proving. Hey, I'm, I'm just here. I'm just letting you know. My I was takes with aren't you. bad. Just nobody else likes. Them. Um, well, no, actually, for for your sake, Trey, I will give you credit because you said Celtics in six because you knew by the time we actually posted the poll, if you said five, because they had only played one game at the time when you said it, that there was a chance that they would have lost the second game, so then Celtics in five wouldn't have been possible, so you would have definitely not have won. Cam? I'd just like to point out that Trey also said, and he didn't make this as wasted take, and he's probably glad of it, that Gordon should stay home. And that obviously didn't work out too well. I Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, a lot Hayward, of series left. Gordon Hayward. I, was, I didn't know what Gordon we were talking about. Let's go right in. Loser, Trey. A lot of series left. A lot of series left. So you don't know if he's – I mean, he played okay. He didn't have big numbers. I saw him hit a knockdown jumper. Yeah, he played He played well enough to facilitate the offense. But – um. Uh, any any losers from this week for the NFL? Anybody's loser uh, takes from the NFL? Trey fraud of the week. Uh, they they're still one on one. I mean, who they I beat? The Vikings. They yeah blew them out. Okay, the Vikings who have been fraud of the podcast for me. Um, but the podcast. Um, I can't really think of any any other losers right off the bat. I mean, the Eagles are bad to go right back at you, Tucker. One of the worst teams in the league, maybe. Um. The skins probably aren't don't have enough to hack it, Cam. Uh, but um, I can't really think of any others outside of that. Cam, for just being I, I can't think of any. Saquon Barkley is a big loser, big loser this week for sure. Let's get him on the podcast. He's got nothing going on. I'm a loser for taking him in the in the drafts with the second overall pick. So let's go right into ways it takes. The segment that I am currently the reigning winner on. <laughs> um, so I don't want to go first because I feel like I've been going first. I'll go first. All right, Tucker, you go first. I, I'm very happy to go first because I have a great take this week. I was watching Sunday Night Football, and I was watching this Patriots wide receiving corps that just couldn't hack it last year. They weren't good enough. They couldn't handle it. Through for Almost 400 yards gives a solid defense. Eh. Solid defense. Good, good, yeah, good defense. I, I didn't say great. I yeah. said solid. Okay. Top, top 400 third. yards top receiving. Top the, last top year, this would have been a 220 yards receiving game with a game that need you forget against a top five team in the NFL without your starting running back. And we played them to the wire. And that leads into my ways to take. I'd rather have Cam Newton than Tom Brady. I would right I now. Genuinely, right oh, now, for sure, would rather have Cam Newton as my starting quarterback than Tom Brady. Last year, all you heard was it's not Brady's fault because of this. It's not Brady's fault because of that. This, that, and the other thing are the reasons why it's not his fault. It's the team's fault. Cam Newton's not making excuses. 
Cam Newton's showing results. He's saying you can throw Trey McNinch out on at wide receiver and he'll have seven receptions for eighty yards. Screw it. Anyone's good under his system. You could throw me out there with uh, Teddy Bridgewater and put up those same numbers. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> Nikhil Harry had a game. Bum. Bird had a game. I mean, these, Edelman played amazing. I mean, they were doing great with no show of a running game. They couldn't run the ball at all, and there was nothing. I mean, they were just passing it all over, and it was incredible. I'd rather have right now Cam Newton than Tom Brady. Cam, let's hear what you got to say. Cam, go. Cam. I actually 100% agree with this. This is 100% true, and, and if you – you know, don't overthink it. It makes perfect sense. Tom Brady had been with that team for 20 years, and he was over it. Cam Newton has been with the Panthers for, what, seven, eight years? Ten, and nine. He was this is a going to the year, Patriots, who are an all-time franchise. Obviously, he's going to go in there and just fall out for, I'll say it, I've said it before, the greatest coach of all time. But, like, yeah, 100%. You'd rather have Cam Newton, a guy who is driven to win right now, rather over Brady, who's won it all, and he's playing with the same guys, and he's not making it happen anymore. I mean, this is the reason why I drafted Cam Newton in both of my leagues. Good because for you. I've always liked the dude. He was just playing with the same guys, and the coaching staff could never do it for him. It wasn't at the end of his at the end of his reign or whatever with the Panthers. It wasn't that he was not doing as well. They just had Ted Ginn and DJ Moore. They weren't good. They weren't studs. I mean, yeah, yeah now they have Nikhil Harry and, and Julian Edelman, but Julian Edelman has always been consistent. Nikhil Harry's a new guy. He and Cam Newton probably hit it off, probably go out on the weekends, sure, the cowboy hats or whatever. I mean, yeah, I 100% agree. I think that's 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 very accurate. I would much rather, as a Patriots fan, have Cam Newton right now and – Going back to last week, I didn't get to comment on this, but I all, I, I also believe that Cam Newton will get a contract extension. Yeah, just about to bring that up. Yeah, so I, I agree with you too, Tucker. Um, I think Newton's playing well, and again, I think I put myself as a winner, not yet, but he's playing well enough. He might get a contract. If he continues to play. How do you well. put yourself as a winner? That's not even close to. Well, because. Yet. Part of the stipulation of my take was that he had to play well in the first six weeks. He's playing very well. So he's going to play well for six weeks, and then he's going to get a contract. Okay. So it's because Tom Brady is a one-dimensional quarterback. This guy is a two-dimensional quarterback in the sense that uh, he can okay. he can run and he can be shifty. I mean, he he evaded some uh, pass rushers, right? Is that the word? Yes. Pass rushers and uh, like Newton did. Way better than Brady could have. And plus, Tucker, of course we wouldn't want Brady right now uh, because he's getting to that cliff. And we need a little bit of, uh, you know, like jump start to our offense. So I'm agreeing with you, Tucker, 100%. Cam Newton will be the Patriots quarterback next year as well. Extension, contract. I'm giving myself a winner. All right. Um, So I'm going to start this off by saying that if you had Tom Brady at that one-yard line for that last play – Hats. I think you have a much better chance of scoring because you can do so many different things. You can throw so many different routes. But I will say, I will counter by saying this: I think if Tom Brady's your quarterback for that entire game, you're not close to, the, to winning that game. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think. I think that's a great as way much to as, it, I, right? as much as I hate to say it, I kind of agree with this right now because, and it's not anywhere from Brady hate. I, if Brady would have resigned, it would have been. I would have been on cloud nine. Um, <laughs> it's just from the fact that he he is so like. Set in his ways, and he he wouldn't have thrown the ball to Nikhil yeah, Harry or Bird, seven yeah. times, yeah. or yeah, or Demir Bird or Jacoby Myers. It would have been the Edelman show, which it kind of was, anyways. But it would have been he, he would have been the Edelman show even more so. And then and then they would they, they would have been able they weren't able to run the ball, and, it, and they would just continue to run it. And, and the thing about Cam is, it's not even that he's he's like his running ability. It's his his movement in the pocket. He dipped out of some some yeah. sacks the other night. He he did this one move where he like leaned his back in like four times. I saw it like four times. He dodged sacks on that four times. And with a uh, unexperienced receiver group, if you can give them just that much more time to get open, I mean, I've said it on the show before. You can't cover for that long in the NFL. Uh, I brought it up before at the time we were on Sports Nation, where Cam and I had to play coverage for thirty five to forty five seconds against. 
uh, a good Pittsfield, a good Pittsfield quarterback. That's not possible. You can, you just can't cover for that long. Something will shake loose. So I think that's what Cam brings. I, I think the athleticism is huge for this offense. I mean, obviously at their primes, you want Brady. Um, and I, and I don't, I don't think it's the driven thing. Like Cam said, I don't think Brady's any less driven than he's ever been. Yeah. I don't think that. I just, I think Cam's also driven for different reasons. But he's he's but driven he does, in trying to prove himself. But he does have a lot more to prove right now. I will, like, I will give credence to Cam's point though, because if Brady was more driven, uh, he probably would have made it better and, and used the weapons that he had, albeit not great weapons, at least better. It was towards the midway to halfway last season and, and the remainder of the season. Uh, it was the Edelman show, just pounded to him. He doesn't matter if he doesn't catch it. And he never used Harry. He never used a bird. Gronk was a no-show. Well, Bird wasn't on the team. Yeah, he was. No. No, he wasn't. No. <laughs> I thought he was. No, Bird's no, a new signing. Brand new. Oh, I, thought, um, I, I thought I heard that on the show, on the broadcast. Apology. No, but no. The the, the thing is is that it's becoming more and more evident that Brady has his circle of trust, and it's yeah, so exactly. hard to get into it. Whereas Cam Newton, the the reason Nikhil Harry, who I still am not huge on, is playing so well, is because Cam's giving him a chance to grow, which Brady would absolutely not give him, which just made made that year where he was injured so much tougher. So. I think it's a good take, Tucker. I I can't say I'd rather have him. I think I'd rather have Brady in the long run. Um, but I do think Dylan's right that he's moving further and further closer to that cliff because he doesn't he hasn't looked great. He threw another bad pick uh, trying to hit Gronk this week. So I like the take, Tucker. I like the take. Wow, uh, did not expect. Uh, at some point, it's like at some point. It's the, a consensus. Yeah, that's true. He just he just. Gives them an extra thing they can do, which they haven't been able yeah, to do exactly. for 20 years. And when you have a crappy offense with no running backs um, and no receivers. And a guy that can't really evade. Yeah, then that's just, that's not, you have to, almost have to make a change at that point. So, I like the take. Uh, Dylan, do you you said you have a great I take. Got, I got a good take this week. So, um, I don't know, was it a couple months ago? At the beginning of baseball season, I picked the Tampa Bay Rays. To win the yeah, conference, and I think I, I doubled down and said win you the said World, World Series. Win, win the World Series. Actually, no, I said Yankees were going to win earlier. No, but you said World Series. I, I yeah, I know, I know. So I'm going to go. So that was double down, or whatever it was. I'm tripling down my double down because we have Tampa Bay Rays going to win the World Series. The Tampa Bay Lightning. Are one and one in the Stanley Cup. They're going to win the Stanley Cup, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> are going to win the Super Bowl. And we're going to have a trifecta down in Tampa. Congrats to Florida. Wrong, <laughs> wrong. That is my wrong. Take. All right. Hate it. So I. Like I said you had a good take. That is a good take. It's 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 a take. It's a real take. The Tampa Bay Rays have a legitimate chance of winning the World Series. Yes. The Tampa Bay Lightning have a. Legitimate chance to yes. win the Stanley Cup. It all boils down to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, so <laughs> that's this, what that's makes it where a the take. take goes south. Because I, while I do agree that the Rays and the Lightning are in a great chance, I kind of actually like Dallas in this next series uh, in, in the one and one. Stanley Cup. It's one and one. Um, so, but I don't think the Bucks have a shot. I don't think they have a shot. I'll tell you why. I think the NFC is too good. It's a Tampa Bay sweep. I'm telling they you. It's meant to, to be. When has Tampa ever won anything? Ever. They're going to win it all this year, and then they're going to die, or they're going to be really happy, and then they're going to die and never win again. I think you should have made it a Florida take because the, the Heat have a chance. Two thousand two. think um, won a Super Bowl before, like, I think if this happened. Yeah, but that's 20 years something. ago. Nobody cares. The city of Tampa burns to the ground in this scenario, right? I mean, like – but like, it goes full crazy. I mean, no, here's, nobody here's likes my, the Tampa Bay Rays. So there's like six fans. So here's my here's my point. Doesn't matter. Still would go crazy. Here's my point. They have to get by the Seahawks, the Saints, uh, the Niners, the Cowboys. Like that. That is a stack conference. And then they have to get by either the Ravens or the Chiefs. No, I still think they're terrible. But it, for this take to be good, we'll see it in six months or whatever the heck. They do have a very four, easy four schedule. Months. They have an easy schedule coming up. They're going to be and like by week eight, they're going to be like five and two, uh, six and one ish. They're going to be around there. When they make the playoffs, I'm going to make the playoffs. I'm going to remind myself of this take, and I'm going to root hard for them, even though I do not like them. I actually hate them. Tucker, 
You don't like the take? I mean, no. I can't. Maybe it. Maybe like if you said a Tampa Bay team will win a championship, that'd be a good take. I'd believe it. Because maybe one of them will sneak in. All three. Mm-mm. That hasn't happened in Boston yet. It's not. It sure as hell not happening in Tampa Bay. It would be a perfect city. No. Why? Why would it happen to Tampa? Why would it? It wouldn't. But it's gonna. It wouldn't. I think you just need. It's probably not gonna. It but it's my take, and it's gonna win. Cam, are you there? <laughs> Can we get your input? I'm here. I am here, and I'm here for the take. I love it. Um. I don't think it's gonna happen at all. Probably gonna happen. I like the lightning. I like the lightning. Um, the Yankees are gonna win the World Series, so that's out of the question. Houston Astros. And then baby. the Bucks could probably happen. I think the Rays. I think the Rays are the least likely of this bunch to, to actually happen. Actually. I'll see you guys when when if when the Lightning and the Rays win. You guys are gonna start to sweat because you'll remember. Yankees don't look good, Cam. By the way. At all. Um, I'll put money down. Who wants to bet? No. Well, oh, yeah. Actually, I, for a sweep? Yeah, I'll bet that. Wait, what? One dollar. Trey, Trey, Trey. The Yankees don't look great, man. I'm sorry. You said the Yankees don't look good? No. They Didn't they lose like 12 Have out of 13? you watched the last five games? Okay, the last five, but what about the 20 Did you watch the last five? No. I don't like the Yankees. They're first in the wild card right now. Oh, yeah. Right four four and a half games behind Tampa Bay. <laughs> After a sweep. Okay, well, just saying. <laughs> All right. Um, <coughs> I'll put money on that, though. But One dollar. All right. Um, I'll so, also take you up for a dollar. All right. So let me good. go in on my take now. I'm going to do another happy, oh, happy, happy take. A, oh, it's a little harder. It's a little, it's a little, more, wow. it's a little more thinking about it. So I've been anti-wife this whole podcast. I, I think we can firmly anti-wife. say. I've been anti-wife. I've been anti-wife for Trevor Lawrence. I've been anti-wife for Patrick Mahomes. Let's go anti-wife with Gordon Hayward. I'm sticking with the Celtics. Celtics got me to the promised land. Gordon Hayward came out and said that he, or his wife came out and said that he's not coming home for the birth of his first son, his fourth child. I love this move. And because of this, the Celtics, as a direct result of this, the Celtics are going to win the NBA championship. If you ignore the wife and ignore the family, you're going to win. So exhibit A, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has played so well in these playoffs. He's he's elevated himself. Do you know why? Because when they asked him, oh, how many how many rooms do you want for your family to come? He said zero. I want none of my family here. This is a business trip. I'm not here to take my kids. That was a baller move. I'm I'm here to sell coffee for twenty dollars and win NBA games. He did the exact right thing, and the Heat teammates they followed. The toxicity that's going on in Boston with with the Celtics right now is, I think, a real concern. Um, they didn't look very happy after that win the other night. They still kind of look like they were kind of flat. And um, I think it's because there's some tensions. I think Marcus Smart is the alpha dog on the team, but he thinks he's better than he really is. He's a solid player. I love Marcus Smart. He's, he might be my favorite player on the team. He thinks he's a lot better than he is because he's shooting a hot hand right now. But do you know what all these players are, are going home to when they when they get out? Why aren't you getting the ball more? You're the man. Why aren't you shooting? Like, you you need to have the ball. Tell Brad to give you the ball. Why are you not the man? Like, that's exactly what's going on. Gordon Hayward ignoring the family, telling wife, stay home, pop that kid out. That's going to win them a ring. So yeah, Gordon Hayward ignoring his children equals NBA championship. That's my take. I thought this was going a different slant. I thought – Relationship Trey was getting soft on us. I thought he was gonna say something pro. My girlfriend does not listen to this podcast. She will not listen to a second of it. So I'm I'm golden. Sometimes Linnea does, so I have to <laughs> be sparse with my words. But the thing is, like he's trying to reach a pinnacle that he's never been at. This when you win an NBA championship, when you win any sports championship, Tom Brady said in the Super Bowl, "You're honored. Your kids are honored." It's something that sticks with you forever. If you – that boy, when he is 15 and he's like, Dad, why weren't you at my birth? He's like, I was busy winning a goddamn ship. And he'll be like, my dad's the man. Now I have to be the man. Um, it's good parenting. Now I want to say something. Trey had gotten a little taste. He's gotten a little <laughs> taste. The dealer gave him a little taste of it. And Trey's addicted. He's hooked. And what do you know? Trey's take of the week is Celtics win the NBA championship <laughs> on a bot on a like primarily Boston sports fans are most of the people that vote podcast. Congratulations, Trey! Way to be the softest. Tucker, taker. I did pander picks for week. two straight months and didn't win anything. That, you just keep pandering, keep pandering. 
Also over here, Hard Edge takes Dylan's throwing out crazy ones over here, and Trey's just gotten soft on us. He I just said ignoring the birth of a child of a is a direct result of a championship. How is that soft? Cam, just have like I really like Boston sports be your take so that Trey doesn't win. Your thoughts, Cam? Um, I cannot. I can. I cannot say that that my take has anything to do with Boston. Well, don't sports. give your take. Quite we, the opposite. Don't give your take yet. We what? Gone, don't give your take yet. Just any oh, response to my take. Said. No, any response to my take. Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I said at the beginning of the podcast last show, you you literally said Gordon Hayward should stay home so that the Celtics can win, and now you're saying that he shouldn't stay home so the Celtics can win. So, I mean, there's just some hypocrisy in there, which is fine. I'm a politician. I mean, it happens to everybody. It happens to the best <laughs> of us. Got to go back on your words sometimes. But I'm just saying, for the fans that don't listen to us, you should take that into account when you vote. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. Dylan? I, I will say I do agree. Have you ever seen the movie Rocky? I know you have. That's a yes. Women weaken legs. Simple as that. I mean, th- there's some basis to my take. You can't say it's a baseless well, take. Uh, Jimmy th- Butler is bawling out because he told his family – do not come here because he's a gamer, and that's what Gordon Hayward is. A gamer. He's a PC gamer. He's a basketball player, and he hates his family. I love it. So, if you if you go into something uh, as like a business trip mindset, I don't like. I don't. We used to say that at my school. I didn't really know what that really meant. All I know is I went there to like do my job, do a good job worry about myself, get shit done. And if, the, if and if not seeing your newborn child bring that out of you, then okay, go ahead with that ship and don't see your, see your son <laughs> or daughter. <laughs> also, I just want to throw this as an anecdote. I'd have to check the stats. I mean, I never really had any bad games as a, as a wide receiver in high school, but I'm willing to say that I caught less balls when there was a girl wearing my jersey in the stands. I'm willing to say that. I know I didn't catch a touchdown in the Greylock game. My mom was wearing my jersey. Um, I didn't catch a touchdown <laughs> the first game. A the girl fact, was wearing my jersey. The fact that you know who was wearing your jersey was the oh, problem. Oh, you never forget it. You never forget it. Um, you're thinking about that mid-game. It's a mindset. Business trip. Get it, it done exactly. on the field. So, like, oh, I scored I scored eight of my nine touchdowns on away games with nobody wearing my jersey. I will say It's I, a business trip. You Women, you can't be preoccupied. you got to focus. In, in my senior year of baseball, we only had one home game. Actually, it was a doubleheader. On a Saturday, I went 0 for 6 or 7 and struck out four times, and everybody and their mother was there to see me play, and it was abysmal. And it was probably my worst series of the. There's basis to my take. It's not just a totally random take. All right, Cam, now we will be able to listen to your take now that we've touched on that. Go ahead, buddy. This is the least thing from a pander take you can ever imagine. And I told you guys about this the other night. I was watching the Cowboys Falcons game, which we'll probably we should get into later. I would imagine we will. But um, I'm watching the Cowboys Falcons game, and I, they have to show Jerry Jones at least 12 <laughs> times during the game. Most of the times they showed him, he was not wearing a mask, and I understand that Southern oh, guy, God. no mask, no problem. Dude's like 80. I think this is a Jerry Jones dies take. Jerry Jones is going to die of coronavirus, <laughs> and the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl season after he's dead. Uh, wow. Repeat that. The Cowboys are going to what? So listen, Jerry Jones, he's not a big mask guy. No, we got, we got that. We got less than half the time they show. Just, just, just the Cowboys The part. Cowboys – the Cowboys, because Jerry Jones is dead, he is cursing the team. They are going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, he's cursing the team he now. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this is now. the third team I think you have winning the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> so, Cam. Well, no, 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 well, no, no, no. He might die no, no. next year. I don't have – I've never – first off, he could die I've never in five years. anyone else winning the Super Bowl. You did literally two weeks ago. I think the Chiefs. We did it in our breakdown, remember? Yeah, we did. The Chiefs I have winning the Super Bowl this year. I said <laughs> that's, next uh, year, that's a, Jerry Jones is going to die this year. And once he's dead, what? Mental so, pretzel. 
So Jerry Jones is just going to die, and then the Cowboys are going to win a Super Bowl some year. It could the be Cowboys 10 years from after he's dead. The Cowboys win a Super Bowl. No, no, no. Cowboys <laughs> no, the year he dies. Once Jerry Jones is dead. But not this year. Okay, Next year. all right. Off coronavirus. <laughs> okay, I get, I get, we're just joking. All right, so um, this is a dark take, very dark take, very wasted take. I like it. I do like um, it. But uh, so you're on – Base with a lot of people who were, I think, who was it in uh, the the uh, guy who you read his book, Tucker? What's his name again? Um, Mark Twain. No, he's a football analyst. Mark Sharp. Warren, Warren Sharp. Sharp has. You looked at me like I had five heads. Did you know what I, book I, I was, was trying. I was trying. To, I mean, I don't read many books. <laughs> uh, exactly. Probably should remember. No. <laughs> um, so he has them. I think winning the Super Bowl. At least going to that. I don't know about winning, but at least going to it. A lot like of people. Garbage. They don't look good. They stink. Dak's not good. Dak's going to be overpaid. Listen, they beat this Falcons team. We'll get more into it. But the Falcons are a broken franchise. They're not good, man. The, the Falcons need to relocate. I just, I don't think the Cowboys – I think the Cowboys are a solid mid-tier team. Like probably top half of the NFC. They, they will lose in the playoffs. Jerry Jones, he might die. I mean that's actually kind of good. But <laughs> – I, I, I don't I don't foresee it happening. I don't think the reason I, I actually do think the reason they're held back is because Jerry Jones is way too like overzealous in his management of the team. Um, I think McCarthy just needs some more time to figure it out. But I don't really know what to make of this one, Cam. I guess I'm going to disagree. I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl uh, any, anytime soon, or just because he dies. Well, Cam, I want to delve deeper because I want to know why you think the owner is cursing the team. You're muted. Still muted. I have to change my take. What? Because okay, I won't. But like, I I, I like realize now it's not because I don't. I think the Cowboys are actually going to be really good. But bringing myself to say they'll win a Super Bowl is just hurting me inside. I just say Jerry Jones dies of coronavirus. That's it. That's my least take. Okay. Okay, so I, that changes everything. Well, okay. Cam, I like this take until right then. Because I agree when no. Jerry Jones dies, they're absolutely winning a Super Bowl. I think it's like there's certain things in sports, like you bet on a team when, like a team mascot in college. Like when they have live mascots, mascot dies, the team's winning the next game, and there's no doubt about it. This is harkening back to the swagger curse. Yeah, no, and it's those What's kind that? of things. The dog, the Cleveland Browns. Dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, Yikes. And there's things like that, and I think absolutely the year he dies, they'll probably win the Super Bowl. I, I'm down with you on that. I don't think Jerry Jones dies of COVID. I think Jerry Jones gets COVID, they find a cure for COVID the next week because he's that rich. I, I mean, he'll throw like 50, he'll be like, here's $50 million or a billion dollars, find a cure. Boom, he'll have his own personal cure. I think that just because he's sitting in the box with no mask on, I mean, that's a box. That's an owner's box. There's not a lot of people in there. Um, I don't know what the testing is like for owners or, or people around the team that want to go to the games. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that that's a pretty secure environment to have your face mask off. Like, I don't wear my face mask when I'm sitting at home in my room alone. Like, or even, like, in or my dining room with my family. Like, yeah. Doing this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Like, people I know that aren't that are good to go like i just don't think he's gonna get it um disagree any any response at all cam or you were raising your hand for a second no not 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 much i mean listen if uh, i understand that he's in the box with a lot of people you can't think that he hangs out with all of them every day you never know where they're going to be. There's a couple young kids in there I saw. They could be out in the schoolyard passing the ball around with some dirty kids. You never know what's going to happen. So I Germs, I, I have a good feeling about this one. Jerry Jones, he's he's dying of COVID. All right. Um, does, before we get to fraud of the week, does anybody have a, any apologies that they made they want to make for last week? You want to make an apology for last week? In order to uh, stick by my take this week that the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl, it is muchly needed, hugely, bigly, say, bigly that uh, I would have to redact my fraud of the week last week 
of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Wait, wait. Are you prepared for your apo- – we need an apology from you. I am here with my constituents. Um, Let me – wait. i got to find this. a good sad song. I don't have any sad songs, goddamn. Yeah. Um, do the, um, do the, uh, the dog song. I can't you pull – I do not have the service to pull it up. Wait, no, I do. What's um, that song called? In the arms of the angels. Pause it. Pause singing. the podcast. No, we're rolling. We're rolling. Begin your begin your um your your apology, please. I am here with my fellow colleagues of the uh, Wasted Takes crew, Tucker, Trey, and Cam. And I'm informing them as long as, uh, along with our tremendous followers that I am redacting my fraud of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for this season, the 2020 season. I believe that this team has the guts, the will, the resurgence after a tough week one to win the Super Bowl this year, along with their fellow comrades in Tampa Bay, the Rays, formerly known as the Devil Rays, and the Tampa Bay Lightning, here comes the boom. Thank you, Don. That was beautiful. We, I'm really pissed we didn't have the recording going during that. This is a great segment. What do you? Oh, yeah. Well, next time. Um. Okay. So, so Tampa Bay Buccaneers no longer frauds. They're gonna win. Thank you. All Come right. To the so, next fraud. so my fraud of the week. <laughs> it was nearly the Boston Celtics after Game Two, but I'm not gonna do them as frauds because I have a feeling it. we're gonna have the same fraud again. And it's gonna really. It's. Me. I don't think it is. Because it's it's the Vikings. God damn it! It was. It was. <laughs> the Vikings are frauds. I'm looking forward to this one. I hate this team. I hate Kirk Cousins. They traded Stephon Diggs. Their only weapon. They suck. They just paid Dalvin. He's gonna be stuck there for years. Uh, they just look terrible. I mean, they. I've never been high on this team. I really don't know why. I don't know how they made it to like as far in the playoffs as they did last year. They stink. They suck so bad. I hate them. They speak on ice. They are frauds. The Vikings are your frauds of the week from Trey. Uh, Cam, do you have a fraud of the week for no, us? No, we gotta we gotta talk quickly amongst. The, oh, well, do you do, do you disagree? I am agreeing that this is true, but I feel like in order to be a fraud, you have to have expected to do well. Were well, they, they made they made they second round of the playoffs last year. Oh, you're basing it based on last year. Well, okay. no, I'll, 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 people, I'll, it wouldn't be a shock if they made a run. So you're saying that they're. They're not. They're just hot garbage. They're not. They're. They always have sucked. They always. They will never win anything. Yeah, Damn, I don't Vikings, think they're good. Frauds. I don't are, think they were expected to be good. Frauds or no? Yeah, my my fraud was also the Vikings, but I have an even better one now that I think about it. I'm not going to say it yet. I'll let Tucker give his give his take on it. I think the Vikings are are big old frauds. Kirk Cousins had a terrible game and showed his true colors. Um, but uh, I'll I'll take mine next after this, Tucker. Tucker, do you have a fraud? I have another fraud. All right. But um, I want to get into this first. Um, this seems a joke. Um, joke. They decided to just like – they're like, you know what? We don't need defensive backs. Defensive backs are overrated. We'll just let any team throw on us and score touchdowns and just do whatever they want on the offensive side of the ball. Phillip Rivers looked like a viable quarterback option this week, which is an absolutely ridiculous after making him look like a dumbass by the Jackson. If you lose to last week's frauds of the week, you are then a fraud. If yeah. by definition, <laughs> if if you lose to the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, game. I I mean you're a fraud. If you lose to the team that lost the Jacksonville Jaguars, you're even more of a fraud. Are you calling the, the Colts a fraud? No. <laughs> All right. Um, I refuse to. Who's your fraud of the week, Tuck? My fraud of the week is not a team this week. Love it. Player. It is a single person. It is not a player. It oh. is a head coach. Ooh. And this guy went on the air this week, and maybe it was last week. Oh, no. I know who this is. And talked about how he doesn't have playoff problems because <clears throat> he called one play in one playoff game one time. Congratulations. But you have, you're missing a little guy on that. The reason that you were thought of as this defensive guru, his name is Bill Belichick, and the fraud of the week is Matt Patricia. Dear God, what an idiot Matt Patricia is. I mean, your team's getting worse. You know how many games in a row? 11. 11. They've lost 11 games in a row. Fire him. Fire him. You're Hugh Jackson. You're, you're Hugh Jackson level bad. 
I mean, Matt Patricia's a hot fraud. Needs to be a def- great def- could be a defensive coordinator somewhere again. Probably deserves a shot at that again. But you're not a head coach. You're you're clearly not. You're not a guy that brings a team together. Clearly, you're just you're a fraud. Sorry, Matt. Love you to death. Great for the Patriots for years, but you're a hot fraud. Yeah, I agree. He's he's done. He's a fraud. Um, he. I wanted him to do well, actually, believe it yeah, or not. Yeah, I was expecting him to do I really I've been him. rooting for him for yeah. so long. And but and for him to get snippy with reporters like that, if you watch back the NFL films of that play of that Super Bowl, he's not he's not even on camera. It's Brian Flores who says Malcolm Go, the current coach of the Miami Dolphins, who I actually really like and I think is really doing good stuff down there. Not a pro. Uh not yet. Maybe. Still one should day. be fired. Um but <laughs> but I, I agree. That was he's a really a, good take. That was, that was a great he, take. He is a fraud. Uh, Dylan? Yeah, I'm agreeing with, with you, Tuck. Just expect, expected more out of him. Uh, the team's all, like, <clears throat> excuse me. The team's terrible, been terrible, and, uh, continues to be terrible, and it's time for a change down there. I don't it's know what's up. It's not like the defense up. is good. No. I don't know what. If you're a defense, next move yeah. is, you should come back to the Patriots. I'm sure they would take him as a defensive coordinator. They don't have one, so yeah. But if you're a defensive mind and your defense is that bad, you are not a good head coach. Uh, Cam, Matt, sure fraud or not? Yeah, I, I actually think he is. Um, the Lions were not supposed to be good in the past three years, but they were supposed to make some sort of improvements, and they didn't. No, they need back. James Ahedabu, UMass alum, uh, best safety they ever had. Uh, that qualifies That's for fraud because he was expected to be good. I yes, so. I do. I do like. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I I am a. I'm agreeing. Yep. I'm agreeing. Yep. Yes. Just just making it clear that why that's why even though the Lions aren't expected to do do well, Matt Patricia was, he's was a fraud. Expected. They were supposed yeah, to yeah. Bet. yeah. Um. I was I was saying how good your point was, Cam. Dylan, do you have a fraud of the week? I don't. I. Oh no. Oh no. I you didn't. did your apology. So I think yeah. yeah that's no, what we're that doing. Counts. Yeah. You're, you're right. right. I'm sorry. If you're gonna apologize, you forfeit that, your fraud. You forfeit your fraud. I I agree. That that's my bad. Uh, Cam, fraud of the week. Um, this one is going to grind some gears with you guys. Um, even though they're two and zero, I think they're huge frauds. Um, I think they're pretty close to bottom I ten. Worst I know who it is. The uh, Chicago Bears. Yup, knew it. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah, Chicago Bears are terrible. Um, it's Mitch Trubisky's terrible. They played the two of the top three worst teams in the league. They played the Lions, who we just talked about as frauds. We played the Giants, who lost Saquon, and I will, as a Giants fan, say that they suck. They can't even uh, fit the fraud they're category. Terrible. I would yeah, they not be surprised. Yeah, they call the Giants. I would they don't have the prerequisites. I would not be surprised if the Bears only won two more games. I wouldn't be surprised if they went two and twelve from here on out. They're terrible, awful. All right, so. I hate this, but I kind of agree. Mitch hasn't looked good. Uh, the only reason they won that Lions game is because the Lions are hot trash. Um, I kind of Mitch has kind of just been a, a, a footnote in these games. I kind of agree. I hate it, but I kind of agree. They kind of are frauds. So we put. But you know what? You don't have to win pretty. You you can win ugly, and that's what they're doing. So. You know what? Not frauds yet. Not frauds yet. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was leaning on the path of not frauds yet, like you, Trey, because you were, you, you had them in the playoffs. Someone else might have had them in the playoffs as I well. I had them in the playoffs. But I think I did too. <laughs> if the expectation is them making the playoffs and they're two and zero, oh, it's hard to call them frauds now. Like Cam said, the based on the way they've been playing. It looks like they're gonna be a not make the playoffs type team. Yeah. Um. And if they lose the, uh, a few games coming up, then I think we can definitively call them hot frauds. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't know this was a contest of how good you can win a football game. I thought that you play football games to win. Am I wrong? They have won. It doesn't matter who you play. It matters how you, if you win or you lose. And I look at the Bears columns. And it says two and up. Top you know of the conference. What? I'm I'm pretty happy with that. They're tied for first place in the conference. You can't complain about that, can you? Not yet, Cam. Um, 
the the pretty much definition of a fraud, and this will be proven next week when they lose, is somebody who appears to be something that they're not. So when they lose next week, probably by a substantial margin, they're going to prove themselves to be frauds. So that's yes, what we're, that's what we're saying. Now, which sets them up perfectly for Ooh, being a fraud. That's where we're, It's Bears-Falcons. I guess we'll have this conversation next week. Exactly. But they haven't lost yet, so they're not frauds yet, is my, not is frauds my point. frauds yet. All right, that's frauds. No, no, but, but that's what I'm saying. Okay. No, we're agreeing with you. You just you're just preemptively you're calling, preemptively calling frauding. frauding, which I respect. The F word's a, a strong word. All right. Um, okay. Uh, let's get into some games. Um, we'll start quick with the Sunday night game. That's the happiest I've ever been after a Patriots loss in the past ten years. Probably. Me too. Um, they looked great. Uh, the fact that Cam can throw the ball is huge. I was really worried that they were going to be just one dimensional team. Um, they look. Awesome. Cam looks so healthy and so good, and like he knows what he's doing. He was so calm and poised. Um, real bummer he couldn't have bounced that one out to to the outside on the last play. I don't hate the last play call. I want to get your guys' opinion on the last play call. I don't hate it. Um, I, maybe I would have liked if they had one receiver out just to spread the field a little bit. But I mean, you want the ball in the hands of your best player, and that's been Cam Newton so far. I don't hate that play call, and they haven't stopped it yet either. They made a great play. They blew up the fullback block and got to Cam. Um, but uh, other other notes from that game for me is Pete Carroll is an absolute idiot. I mean, third and one, he's he's in the position to win the game, and he throws a, yet again a bomb 40 yards downfield, doesn't get caught, get, puts the Patriots right back in it. And then, uh, of course, uh, Julian Edelman, best game of his career receiving yards-wise. Love to see that from him. He looked banged up, too. He looked yeah, exhausted he at the end of the game. Big hits. Big but he's balls. just balling out for Cam, and you love to see that out of a leader of the team. And uh, finally, my respect level for Nikhil Harry uh, coming into the, coming into this game was deeply disrespect. It's now at slightly disrespect. Uh, he played well. He made some clutch catches. He took a shot and got right back up um, early in the game. Uh, so I'm very happy after that loss. It makes me think that we're going to be good this season and we're going to be able to beat bad teams, which is which all you have to do to get into the playoffs, and then anything can happen. Uh, Dale, we watched the game together. What did you think? Yeah, it, it was strange being that excited after a loss because the only thing I could think of was like, wow, we're really not that bad. We're actually kind of good. Cam threw for almost 400 yards, and like you said, is – great to see and was not what I was expecting to see um, out of him. We used a lot of weapons. It looked like the um, it just looked like the team was firing on all cylinders and, and having that two-dimensional quarterback is a change in New England and it's something that I think Bill can really um, figure out how to work and work well. I mean, they ran the same play on the goal line th- three out of four times it worked and all it was was Take the ball, wait two seconds, and run, or the fake and Huck pass. It over, yeah. Which, I mean, it's football. You come up with creative something that makes it work, and that stupid little play worked. Yeah. So I don't hate the play call like uh, at, at the end of the game. <laughs> I do think maybe if he ran to the outside, he had a he chance at beating some game. fat lineman to the pylon for sure. I think he could have. But I mean, hindsight's twenty exactly. twenty. So exactly. I, I don't hate the play call. I don't hate what he did. It's 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 a uh, it's hard to be angry at, at that outcome. I do think, like we said earlier, if Brady was in that game, I don't think we would have been even close to winning. Um, so I think the Patriots are in a good spot. If they beat the, the crappy teams, like you said, they're going to be in the playoffs, and we'll see from there. Uh, Tucker? I mean, I'm on the same boat of you can't be mad with that game. It, was, it wasn't the result you wanted, but it was everything you wanted to see besides the defense. I think that the defense yeah, is a major yeah. work and we haven't brought that up yet. But I mean they they looked bad. I mean Stefan Gilmore looked decent. He had he left one big catch. But that besides was really that, his fault too. He, had he his was hand kind of in there. all I mean he was all up on DK Metcalf. I think DK like, manhandled him that game. I didn't think he was he good had at all. Two, do you know how many receptions DK had? Two four? Two. Two Two Still, though, I think that he made some good blocks on I don't, I don't on him. think two two receptions is enough to say that you manhandled someone. I'm just ready to say right now, if he, he – and but Steph had bad defensive PIs week one, and then he gets beat on long balls and gets manhandled a little bit, even in blocking schemes, like was getting kind of manhandled. Possible for all the week at some point. But um, let's think about this. Now, Jamal Adams, amazing game, correct? Correct. 
you know how many uh, yards were given up on balls thrown at Jamal Adams? Oh, he sucked against Edelman, but he was good in the box. 156 yards. He's very good in the box. You can't tell me that, like, D, that Stephon Gilmore got manhandled because he had two receptions for 56 yards while Jamal Adams is getting praised while giving up 156 yards. But he made big plays up in the box, which yeah, is like the difference. But that was the difference in the game. No, what about the difference in the game? Not giving up that hundred, that huge play to Edelman that went what forty-five yards on the field. That was single coverage against Jamal Adams. They exposed him in single coverage. He's not the coverage safety that you want. Like I, I don't, I wouldn't trust him in man. Rather have McCordy in coverage. And to go back to Mike Hurley, shout out. Um, but <laughs> I thought the That's team it. looked good. I would have honestly liked seen something else. I think that everyone, including Pete Carroll, in that. Seahawks defense was expecting around that play. Yes, it worked all game, but if you run the same thing over and over again, at one point they're going to adjust. I don't even, but the and, thing is, I don't even think it was a major adjustment. I think you could have told them they were going to run that. I think it was just a lack of execution. I think that the line didn't do a very good job on their block, and then Jakob Johnson screwed up his block. So I, I think it was a good execution by the Seahawks, poor execution by the Patriots. I think if you execute that play well, it's going to score again. And I think obviously Cam could have bounced it out to the outside, but I have no problem with him taking up the middle. That's my mentality. I, I don't know. Even in that scenario, maybe a QB sneak. Might have, I would have liked to see that, maybe. I mean, the Patriots have been great at executing that. You have David Andrews as the center and Joe Tooney as the left guard. Putting something right there in between the two of them might have been a really good move. Something just a little bit different. I don't know. Like Still, you could have gone with the QB run, but I think the QB sneak might have been a little bit. I mean, the QB like wait. Two seconds then out to the bounce out to the side was a little bit expected. But um, overall, I mean, I can't be sad about that game. I, I came out of that game excited for our future. Cam, your thoughts on the Sunday night game? Briefly? <coughs> I thought that, yeah, I thought the Patriots played really well. Um, defensively, I thought this is going to be a little bit of a, a, a worse take. I thought they played better defensively. Obviously, they were really impressive offensively, but but Russell Wilson balled out. MVP, early MVP. was shocking. Um, like you said earlier, their linebacking core isn't, wasn't supposed to be good. Their defensive line wasn't supposed to be good, um, and their run defense was really good, and Russell Wilson just had to take over, and that's what he did, and he's probably going to do that throughout the remainder of the year. It's going to be dangerous, and he's probably going to break records, and he's going to be the MVP. Uh, in my opinion, um, I thought the Patriots looks good, and uh, it's a little scary. Yeah, let Russ cook. I mean, he's a hell of a quarterback, and if he's going to play like that against you, you kind of just got to shake your head and be like, all right, tell you what the pass need to do before the deadline. You need to pick up a linebacker. I think that's the biggest need, not even at wide receiver, at, wide, at linebacker. All right, let's uh, quickly touch on the Giants game, Cam, because obviously huge injury. Saquon Barkley, uh, done for the year, torn ACL. Um I, I, as much as I don't like the Giants, you hate to see it because he's such a good young player. And it's, he's just, I feel like to actually crap on your team that he's wasting away there in New York. They have no idea what they're doing with the line. Danny Jones, I don't think is it, man. I, I, I think that experiment's going to be over this year. Uh, it's going to be, you might be tanked for tr- Trevor to flip the tables on you. Uh, you said it was a Patriots tank for Trevor early on. Now it might be the Giants tank for Trevor, but um, just want to get your your mentality on the state of the team, looking like one of the bottom five teams in the league right now. So to touch quickly on the well, to touch on the on the Saquon thing, I I mean, look, I would never root for the injury of a player, but did I shed a tear? No, I didn't, because if we're gonna lose, let's lose. That's how I'm I'm going out the rest of the season. Let's lose. Let's tank for Trevor. Now, the Patriots thing, tank for Trevor, I was never on board with. I, I mean, I was, I always said, Bill is never going to be the one to tank. Maybe he'll, you know, he's always going to play his hardest. Will he pick up people to try to, you know, be the best team that he can and go out in free agency and always try to win? I mean, he picked up Cam Newton, so kind of, he was never tanking for Trevor. The Giants now have a very good opportunity to tank for Trevor, and I'm all on board with it. So Saquon Barkley was a, a terrible, you know, injury, and I hate to see it happen, but get him healthy for next year with Trevor and Saquon and a second-year Andrew Thomas at 
tackle, and and you know we're looking at a new team, maybe a second round uh, wide receiver. Giants might be something. I think we need to just regrow for the next three years, try to make the playoffs. That's all we got to do. Um, tough game. I'm kind of glad that we lost. Like I said, um, <laughs> the Bears are big frauds. Daniel Jones is not the answer. Obviously, he's gonna you know take a sack on that last play like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, not shedding any tears for Saquon. I hate for it to happen. Really good guy, but uh, hope he come back. Hopefully, he'll come back stronger than ever. What I think that might be happening is he could probably be ready for like week thirteen. No, he could probably do that. Don't but, do it. But yeah, no, no shot. He won't even want to. If he's got a contract with the Giants, he's be he's gonna be like, no way. A two and eleven team at that point. I'm not going back to that team. You guys can take your, you know, first round drop pick and and run with it, and I'll come back next year hotter than ever. And I love it. So I think I think um, the Giants have a bright future ahead of them. They got to figure it out. But um, I, I I I honestly don't even think it's a tank for Trevor thing. I think it's just a play and you're gonna lose and then you get trevor don't even have to try <laughs> that's it so actually cam i have there is an so instagram done with daniel jones yeah he yeah no i hate daniel jones since the moment he got drafted when i watched it happen i said i don't care that he practiced with the mannings he's not it, it played for duke nobody that played for duke has ever been good in the nfl look at history that's how you look two people out of eastern illinois are not hall of famers but Really, really good. Tony Romo, Jimmy Garoppolo. Nobody from Duke. Look at history. People perform well under certain co- colleges, and it just makes sense. And Duke, UNC, it's just not a thing. Danny is just the dollar store Eli Manning <laughs> yeah. is what he is. He's like Eli Manning except just worse, and he won't develop into what Eli was at yeah. the prime of his career. Um, but, Cam, there is actually an Instagram exactly. uh a highlight of our show where you actually say the tank for, Tre- tank for Trevor movement is on. I think it's right when Brady left, just to fact check you there. But uh, Tucker, your thoughts on Saquon injury and the future of the Giants? Um, I don't think it's as bright as Cam does. I think they have a lot of gaping holes in their team. I mean, QB is a big problem, but their O-line isn't great. Their defense wasn't fantastic. I haven't been impressed by their defense all year. And... I mean, their defense hasn't been great. They gave up 17 to the Bears, and who did they play week one? Uh, the Steelers or the the Steelers or the Broncos? Which one? Steelers. Cam, you're muted. Steelers. He's just saying Steelers. Steelers. Uh, but um, I don't know. I haven't been. Yeah, they, no, well, I said Steelers, but they didn't play a terrible game against the Steelers either. Danny actually looked decent against the Steelers. isn't the problem, if that's what you're saying. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think their line's their biggest problem. Like, I mean, I watched a lot of that Steelers game because that was Sunday night, I think. Yeah, it was. And um, Monday night. I mean, Monday night. Sorry. I knew it was a night game because I remember watching, like, the full game. But, I mean, Saquon couldn't find holes to run through. I mean, he had a few huge plays, but besides that, he was having trouble, and he made the most of them. But besides that, I mean, he was getting tackled behind the line of scrimmage pretty frequently just because no one can hold the block. I think that this team isn't going to get a new QB and then be ready for the playoffs. I think if there's going to be a rebuild, it's going to be a multi-year rebuild. It's not going to be anything that happens just like that. And... A lot of pieces have to come together. Do I? I like Joe Judge. I think he could be a good head coach, and I think that's what you need for a rebuild. But um, I just think this team's got more than one pieces is more than one piece away from becoming a playoff contender. There's also the fact that Saquon might never be the same after this injury. Yeah, uh, and, and then, if you don't have Saquon back to full, then I'm not sure this team. I don't. I don't love Joe Judge to be honest with you. If you're gonna be like, he's been talked about as like this hard ass coach who like. Oh, no I just love he's a hard ass. But the thing is, if you're gonna be a hard ass like that, you gotta win games. Otherwise, it looks bad. Dylan, any thoughts on the Giants at all? They're not good. All right. Um, let's briefly touch on one more game. Let's talk about the the Falcons game. 
Okay, I was hoping you'd say that. The Falcons so many, will never win anything ever again. They are broken from Super Bowl 51. They would, you can't have that happen to your franchise and then bounce back. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick broke that team with a little assistance from Julian Edelman and Dante Hightower. Ruined that team. Ripped Arthur Blank's heart right out of his chest. I'm surprised he's not dead by now. But they were up. How much were they up in this game? Uh, 20 in the first quarter. <coughs> Bless me. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, they were up big on the Cowboys, and they, just, they thank you. They blew it, and I mean the classic Falcons. The offense looks good. I mean, I've I have Calvin Ridley on one, on one of my family's fantasy teams, and he's been putting up numbers. Um, you had Julio dropping that wide open pass in the end zone. Beautiful ball from the wide receiver to him. Um, just just terrible. I mean, Dan Quinn needs to go. I don't know why he's still there. Um, they haven't looked good since Super Bowl 51. That was the beginning of the end for them, and they're a broken franchise. Tucker? Yeah, I mean, this game wasn't as... The Falcons didn't play as good as the score suggests. Their offense played well, but not this amazing way. I mean, they let up zero turnovers, which I think is very important, but they got a lot of turnover luck in this game in terms of the fact that there was four turnovers, four fumbles in the first quarter by the Cowboys. And yes, like they caused these fumbles, but like fumbles, there's a good amount of luck to it. As I read in Warren Sharp's book about like recovery rate on fumbles is like 58% the off offense re-recovers it. And they went over four in that first quarter. But I mean, it was just unlucky. I mean, they got the Cowboys got unlucky and came back. The Falcons' defense is garbage. I think their offense is still good. Like, I have no real gripes with this offense. Like, you can't say through two weeks that they didn't play well. Did they, like, they weren't amazing late game, but I don't think at any point in this game anyone's going to be saying that Matt Ryan doesn't have it or Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Yes, Julio dropped the big pass, but, I mean, Julio and Calvin are still Julio and Calvin. Todd Gurley wasn't bad. Um, it's a they have a good offense, but they just don't have the defense to back them up. Don't have any thoughts at all. I, like I said earlier, the only way this team gets out of this, they got to move. They need to go to Canada or something. Make a new team, some new name, new ownership. Leave it all behind. You got to just forget it, bury it deep into the ground, in cement, never to be seen again, and start anew because this team will never win anything ever again. They're broken. Cam, thoughts on the game? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it because I hate the Cowboys. And I was watching it the whole time and I was watching. So I watched a couple things this week. One, I'm watching the NFC East and I was like, is Washington still going to be in first at one and one, which they are actually, they're still in first at one and one, but are three other teams going to be on two? And I was like, Oh yeah, it's locked in. The Giants are going to win. The Eagles were in bad shape and the Cowboys were like the most likely to lose. And then I watched it, and I watched it, and I watched it, and I was like, I probably should have live bet it, actually, when the Cowboys were down because of the Falcons' history of just doing the things that they do. Um, it really it really shook me, and Dak was all hyped up. Like, he actually did something. He does the same thing every single time. He throws short passes, and the people, his good receivers run. He is terrible. I hate Dak Prescott so much. Um, the other thing I was going to say, though, is kind of a winner for me. Every team in the NFC West is 2-0 except the 49ers, who are 1-1 right now. Um, still, you know, projected the best team in that league. So I'm just saying I have all those teams in the playoffs. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, Rams are good, which is a surprise to me. Um, they look like the Rams from two years ago. But all right, so that's our show. Um, hit us up on our socials. Check us out. Um We'll be back for week three action next week, and uh, we'll be deeper into this playoff series. Uh, predictions for tomorrow night for the Celtics. I think the Celtics win this one, even it up. Bill? Season six, as Trey said, I voted for him. No, I yeah, I mean, I take the season this game. Um, they feel like they had momentum. They won that game pretty handily. It seems like whatever Marcus Smart yelled at everyone seemed to have worked. Cam, uh, any any thoughts? You said, you said to me privately you think the Celtics have a series now. What did I say? You said you called me the other night. You said Celtics probably win this series. Um, I'm I'm more scared, and this is the reason why I didn't say anything or predict anything or gloat or anything in our group message. 
because I knew that this could happen. 2-0 means nothing. 3-0 means everything. 2-0 means nothing. 3-1 means a lot. 3-1 would be huge for the Heat. 2-2, they are the biggest underdogs to ever be imagined. So I'm not saying that the Heat are going to lose. I still would bet on the Heat if I was a betting man. All I'm saying is I, you know, I think the, it's going to be a tighter series, which is going to be a fun series, though. I think it's it's still going to be a lot of close games, and I'm excited to watch it. Who wins the next one? Cam always in on fun. He loves fun. Um, the heater, the heater, going to win. All right. Um, good that you're not a gambling man, Cam. I was going to say because gambling is ruining America. All right, that's our show. Uh, thanks for being waste with us, and we'll see you next week. See you.